0: For social media, especially, the last thing that you do is sell. I believe that first you educate, you inform, you entertain, you inspire and you listen and then the sales come. And I look at social media as it's a conversation. People forget to be social on social media. Advertising is not a a conversation. A TV ad blasts something out at you and you're expected to do something with it, but there's not a conversation. Social media is a conversation and those conversations start relationships, build relationships, and from those relationships, come the sales.
1: Welcome to the Making Sales Social Podcast, featuring the top voices in sales and marketing. Join hosts Bryn
0: Tillman and Bill McCormick as they discuss the best tips and strategies they are teaching their clients so you can leverage them for your own
2: virtual and social selling. Here are your hosts, Bryn Tillman and Bill McCormick. Welcome to another episode of Making Sales Social. I'm Bill McCormick. I'm Bryn Tillman. So Bryn, who's our guest today? Oh my
1: gosh, I am so excited to have my in real life friend, Steph Sides, with us today. I met Steph years ago and she is brilliant at social media. Beyond LinkedIn, so she knows things that we could not even imagine. So I thought, hey, Let's bring her on and we're going to focus on on social listening today. But Steph, if you want to just kind of share a little bit about your background and who you
0: are. Great. Thanks. I am so excited to be here with both of you. Um, I am a social strategist. Uh, I am Social Chicky is my business, and I work with businesses around the country, around the world, actually, to help them integrate their social media strategy into their bigger Business goals and marketing goals. So I don't look at just the social media, but how it fits in and supports everything else that they're doing in their business to reach those financial goals, their sales goals, their marketing goals, things of that nature. Um, so you know, it. I got people all over the ends of the spectrum that I'm helping with that, and uh, social listening is something that a lot of people are not doing they're really not doing. And I find that I do it for them in the course of the strategies that I put together. So, so I'm really excited to be here to talk about that today.
2: Lots lots of questions are are popping up in in my brain, but before we get to those, um, Steph, we always ask every guest uh, one question. What does making sales social mean to you?
0: You know, I always, I come from the point where for social media, especially the last thing that you do is sell. I believe that first you educate, you inform, you entertain, you inspire, and you listen. And then the sales come. And I look at social media as it's a conversation. People forget to be social on social media. Advertising is not a a conversation. A TV ad blasts something out at you, and you're expected to do something with it, but there's not a conversation. Social media is a conversation, and those conversations, start relationships, build relationships. And from those relationships come the sales. So if you're truly social and you're listening and conversing, that's how you get the sales. So that's how I feel. That's what I think social selling is. It's really those relationships and the conversations that you have with people.
2: Totally totally agree. That That's a great, great answer. So we're talking about social. uh, No, we're not talking about social selling. We are kind of in a broad context. We're talking about social listening. So what's your definition of social listening? Social listening
0: is really, you know, paying attention to not only just what other people are saying about you out there, but what is your audience, your perspective, clients and connections saying in general that affects your business? Are they talking about a problem that they have, a pain point? Are they saying good things about you, but saying really great things about your competitor? And what does that mean for you? How do you fold that into your strategy? If they're saying not so nice things about you, what does that say to your business and how can you improve a process or a product? It's making sure they're saying the right things about you. I have, you know, early in my networking, when I started my business, I had a lot of people that would say, oh, you do websites. I'm like, no, I don't. I know enough about WordPress to be dangerous. You don't want me for a website. This is what I do. So it's educating to make sure that your audience, your referral, your your connections know enough about what you do and, and how to refer you in that way. So you know, it's, it's listening. It's looking what Google is saying about you. It's looking at what your network says about you. When I do, when I start with any business, I do a really big deep dive, this audit, but I don't call it an audit because who wants to be audited? I call it a spark and it stands for strengths, possibilities, analytics, results, and keys to success. And as I'm looking at an entire online digital process, social media, and I'll look at some offline work that a client's doing. I'm looking for that social listening. I have found that they have been mentioned in articles or by bloggers or on websites that my client has no idea that they've ever been mentioned out there. I find that um, they they might be worried about spending a lot of money to be at the top of Google search results, but they're not responding to any reviews that anybody puts out there on Google or on, Facebook. Um, It's not responding right to LinkedIn messages. (laughs) It's not sending the right LinkedIn messages. So I, I look at that as all listening points and I'll come up with, you know, a lot of examples of things that are going on around them about their business. And they go, oh my gosh, I had no idea. So then we say, okay, how can we address this? And how do we build that into their strategy? They just put stuff out there and forget to see what comes back. Can I I love that. So so it's funny because we talk a lot about
1: social listening around um what matters to them but we don't we haven't talked a whole lot about ha- how it's directly affected with our company and our industry. So um couple questions. I I mean I had a, some aha moments there. A couple questions. Do you when you do social listening um take a look at their client's industry and what's being said around the industry or around um, particular topics that they're talking about, like beyond like what's happening specifically with my company, what's like the next kind of listening strategy?
0: Yes, it's definitely looking at the industry. So I will look at part of that spark that I do. I look and see who are your natural brands or organizations, companies that you do business with day to day. So I'll start there and I'll look, I'll do a couple of things. I'll make sure that A, my client is following them on their social media to build that relationship and look and see what their customers and clients are saying. What are their pain points? What are they saying? What do they love about this company? How they're presenting themselves online? And then yes, it's the industry. Are they part of industry association, professional organizations, you know, there's a lot of information, a lot of listening that can be done in those organizations. Uh, it could be groups, could be Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, you know, where that where those conversations are happening. Uh, so I do yeah. look at, at that and I will look at topic if it's a product type of thing. I'll look at other people with that product, but I do look into the bigger industry Um, because I might say to somebody like, Hey, they're talking about this over here and you need to be a player. You need to be over on that field and Mm. and you're not. So let's get you over there. You're missing a lot of opportunity to pipe in, to give your expertise, to educate that audience and to make connections and build relationships. And, you know, some people will be like, well, I don't, I don't think there's genuine leads over there. I'm like, you're not going to walk in there and sell we're going to walk in there and we're going to establish your expertise and we're going to build relationships over there. So yes, I totally. So I love that. You know, I don't know why we haven't thought much
1: about really following your competitors and what they're doing. I think that's
2: awesome you know, as you were talking, I, I had this vision of a networking room and, and you know, before we got on, we were in the green room, we were talking about, you know, in some places there are people actually are actually gathering together in groups again, hallelujah. But you think about it, you walk into a networking room and there's groups of people, right? And wouldn't you say that social listening is like walking around the room and listening for the right conversation to become a part of, not to go in, and throw your business card at everyone right but but to go but to listen to say oh hey i'm bill mccormick what do you what are you doing you know to to put yourself in that conversation because that's what you talk about is really what social listening is about is being able to start conversations
0: absolutely right? that's a great way to to demonstrate what what that means absolutely and the people that do walk into those networking groups and interrupt the conversations and throw their business card at you. Like, you know, your sales done that way, like right off the bat, you don't even have a chance.
2: I, I learned the <laughs> hard way room I, like that. I, I used to be a business card slinger. I, I, <laughs> I, could, I could draw my card faster than, than any. Um, so it sounds to me like this could be a lot of work. So if I'm a sales rep who maybe doesn't have a marketing department behind me, or I'm a small business owner. And i'm thinking man i have i just have enough trouble just listening to my employees or my customers what are some simple simple tips that you can give for people to begin to to listen if they're on a limited budget limited manpower limited resource
0: so there's you know there's some some quick tools you know you can get the google alerts the the Reddit alerts from the blogs and and things like that that let you know. Um, I subscribe to Harrow, help a reporter out, and I get those emails two three times a day. You know for what media are looking for. You said that tips me off to a conversation. So those type of emails that are out there you can sign up for, and then you know you're as you're looking through your inbox, you're just checking in and seeing. But I also say I encourage people to make the social side of their social media, because there's only so much that I can do for a client. And I will say like, Bill, you have to take some ownership of this. You know your network, you know your people, your competitors, your partners better than I ever could. So I'm going to encourage you to be part of that. So I say take 15 minutes at the beginning and the end of the day and look at your inbox on social, the comments, look at the pages that you might follow on Facebook, look at who you follow on Instagram or Twitter, and just respond, you know, look, you know, you don't have to sit there for and lose an hour, set a timer, 15, 20 minutes, you know, and it's just, it becomes a task. It's a necessary business task. You know, every, you wake up, you look at, you know, you check your inbox, you check your feeds, you check your bank account. It's no different than to to be disciplined to, to look at it that way. I, but set a timer and just make it part of your system. I,
2: I love that. So, so social isn't an option anymore. It, mm-hmm. it, it's got to be part of the modern business landscape. And, and so, you know, as many times, business owners, salespeople, they want to farm this out. They want a press and play solution. And so they hire someone like you, but you grow, brought up a really good point No one knows. And I'm talking now to all the sales reps out there and business owners. No one knows your clients like you do. No one knows your solutions like you do. No one knows who your ideal clients are better than you do. So you have to take some ownership. I I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. And,
0: And I don't know the depth of the relationship either right, you know, to be able to, you know, can I DM them? What's what's that tone? Can I, you know, be my sarcastic humorous self with someone? Or do I need to be, you know, do I need to put my business suit on and be really straight laced Mm -hmm. in a conversation with someone? And I learned some of that working with clients. But at the end of the day, it's they have to have that. And I honestly, Bill, I will not work with a client who will not be that partner, and mm-hmm. to have some time to put in it, I'll teach you, I'll coach you, I will help you, I'll make it as seamless as possible. But if you're not going to do it, it's not going to work. I look bad, your business doesn't grow, and so it's not a good fit.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's, I think that's great. Like you can't send someone in to do your networking to build right. relationships in a right. meeting. I have one more social listening question before I, you know, I, I could see Bill's looking at the time, <laughs> <laughs> but I have one more.
0: Talk about hashtags and
1: where that falls in with social listening.
0: So that's another thing to to look at is hashtags. And so many people don't understand the power of hashtags. And um, in that spark that I do with people, I will create uh, a hashtag library. And hashtags are just your keywords. I mean, we talk about, you spend all this money on a website and SEO strategy and like the keywords and key phrases and what people are looking for. Well, people are using hashtags as search terms. So it's like if you have keywords, just throw a pound symbol in front of it and it becomes that hashtag. And yes, on certain platforms, you know, now Facebook has finally gotten on the hashtag bandwagon as of last year before they didn't matter on that platform, you know, but you throw in a hashtag social listening, hashtag you know social selling hashtag sales social media whatever and you'll see those conversations the posts that come up where people are using those hashtags and you might meet new people or again see a conversation or a problem that somebody is having so and you can use that in any platform and then on google you just don't use the hashtag you just use it as a as a keyword. Mm-hmm. but it is key it's something that i do it's a strategy i put in place with clients and Sometimes they'll say, "Well, how did you find that?" And I'll say, "Well, I searched the hashtag. I I searched the keyword." And I'll show them how to do that. Love it's that. Very important.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So I know I'm getting the eye from Bill.
2: Yeah. No. 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 I have more questions. We're we're oh, good. We're good. Good. <laughs> so it's all in my mind. So you know we're we're all about LinkedIn. All right. We yeah. we have a Twitter page and we have an Instagram page and we have a Pinterest okay. page. Um, and we have a Facebook page, but but we don't play in those realms. That's not, you know, we're LinkedIn trainers and social sales trainers, B2B trainers. So LinkedIn's our place. Give us a little idea of social listening on some of, like, I know how to social listen on, on LinkedIn. What are some ideas around Twitter, Instagram, Facebook for social listening?
0: So starting with that hashtag, searching as a specific hashtag um, that you want. And, you know, again, it, it's twofold. You can search a hashtag that's going to bring your brands or your company up in a conversation or you could be looking at the industry product or a problem searching for for that to find out what other people are talking about so using the hashtags it's following other people whether you think they're competitors or frenemies or like i said the professional organizations or um other brands that you that you naturally partner with that you don't even realize that you rely on them for some sort of business guidance or mentorship. You want to make sure you're looking at your pages feed and who, mm-hmm. your followers and what they're doing. And just it's it's back to that taking 15, 20 minutes a day to look at what everybody else is putting out there, really reading it and making a meaningful comment or sharing something part of that social listening that conversation is if you find that somebody says something that you're like wow like this is important my audience needs to know that and you share it don't just share it and not say anything about it say why it's important why do i want my listeners to do i do this all the time with the stuff that you guys put out on linkedin you know like oh my gosh like you have to listen to this tip because business owners are missing out on this tip that Bryn and Bill have today, you know, and why it's important to them. And it establishes you, it makes you look like the expert. So much of what I share on my other social comes from the social media gods that I train with and learn from, social media today, social media examiner, Mari Smith, Kim Garst, those people. They're living in their platforms. So I share that information, but I tell my audience, why this is important and how to use it. And they go, oh, if you need social media help, you need to talk to Steph. They're not going, go to Mari or go to Kim. They go, no, Steph. So it's it's using that information, but I have to listen to what they're saying and understand how it affects my audience, my customer, my client to share
2: that. And that helps solve a problem that many small business owners, individual sales or have, reps have when it comes to content, because they don't know how to create it. And so, you know, that's curating the content, but then also adding your own thoughts in begins to build that credibility. And, right. and that's really what we're going after. We're going after the credibility. So when the time is right, somebody says, oh yeah, I remember I need help with social media. I'm going to staff. That's the person because yeah. that's because they see that regularly. So, yeah. man, so many great, great tips here. So let's let's wrap this up in, in a nutshell. What are the three biggest tips that you could give someone starting out social listening like they're not doing any right now what are the three biggest things that they could do right now to start social listening
0: follow on your social media as your brand follow your your friends your marketing partners professional organizations even some of your competition follow them on social so that you can see what they're doing easily so that's number one Uh, is number two, it's taking that time in your schedule to read what other people are putting out there um, and to comment and to share, to engage with them, to have that two-way conversation. So yes, you're listening, but let's speak now. And, you know, it's, it's building that relationship. It, it's just knowing that you need to listen. You're not just throwing stuff out there and expecting sales to come mm-hmm. and to make a bunch of money. That, it, you know, just really look at it as a conversation and a relationship builder and not just this sales machine that yeah. should be we, producing we, every minute of the day.
1: Yeah. We say all the time slow down your outreach to speed yeah. up your outcome. Yes. like and you said it we say it all the time it's you know build relationships share insights be of value and the sale will come when the time yeah. is right so yeah. i love that yeah. was that just two was there a third
2: no no nope, she three? gave three all that was three? Three? All three. that was yeah. all three so <laughs> Great, great stuff. I've got notes here. Um, I can't wait to to get into some of this. I know Brendan and I are going to have a discussion about some of what you of what you said because it's stuff that we're we're not doing. So, so stuff, tell tell our listeners how they can connect with you, how they can if they're interested in working with you, how they can get a hold of you.
0: Uh, The best place to find me is on social media. You can find me as Steph Sides or Social Chickie on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
2: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. This was so valuable. And uh, thanks to our listeners for coming and being with us again this week. And uh, we hope to see you again very soon. So as you're uh, out and about in your week this week, don't forget to make your sales social. Bye-bye, everyone. Till next time.
1: Bye.
2: Thanks for listening and join us again
0: for more special guest instructors, bringing you marketing, sales training, and social selling strategies that will set you apart. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes from the making sales, social podcast. leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned and what you want to hear from us next. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher,
2: and Google Play. Visit our website socialsaleslink.com for more information.